You can run away from yourself so often and so much just because the broken pieces of you cut your feet too deeply if you stay around for too long. But then, what if someone were to come along and pick up those pieces for you? Then you wouldn't have to run away from yourself anymore. You would stop running. If someone sees you as something worth staying with, maybe you would stay with yourself too. This is a quote by Joy Bell. Hey, my name is Victoria Hibuza, and you're welcome to my podcast. Okay, here we go. <laughs> hey, good morning. Yeah, I don't know when exactly you're listening to this, but this is at 12.42 a.m. right now as I am recording this. So good morning to you from me. And um, I hope that wherever you are now and whatever you're doing, you are fine and you're staying safe at home. At least trying as much as possible to protect yourself from the ongoing virus right now. And you're staying positive. Your mental health is very important right now, okay? Do not panic. Just try as much as possible to follow the preventive measures that have been set by the uh health authorities and you know just stay cool stay around friends you know even though you cannot be with them physically but keep in touch you know keep in touch with friends keep in touch with family and hey get your news from the right sources don't allow fake news to you know make you want to just commit suicide okay (laughs) so well um I'm, i'm sure you already know who is talking right now just in case you don't know <laughs> this is victoria Hibuzo. you can call me vikilonia and this is my podcast raw thoughts podcast this is where i get to share my personal stories with you real life practical stories of me learning and learning and relearning in the hopes that you are inspired and motivated and it's also another way for you to get to know me better yeah, get to know me for me, really, yeah, get to have an insight on the things that make me think, you know, that sort of thing. Okay, so in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you, you know, a t- uh, you know, a story, a real story about a time, a particular time in my life when I ran away from home. Yeah, I ran away from home. I was... I was still a little girl. Um, I was just barely 10 years old, thereabouts. Yeah, between 10 and 12. Yeah. I. So there was an issue at home, right? Um, a case of um, theft. You know, as a child, I was really very, I was just very, very stubborn child. And I had lots of, you know, negative social vices like petty stealing here and there at home so I was a rebel a serious rebel actually I would listen to nobody I was so stubborn and you know I didn't care you know about what people thought about me so I just went about doing bad things at least the best thing the best bad things I could do as a child so my dad, my mom, I mean, God bless their souls. <laughs> they did. They virtually did everything they could just to straighten me. But you know, a stubborn child will be a stubborn child, and 
you know, I was really indeed stubborn. So there was um, a case of theft at home. And of course, um, it's only natural that I will suspect that, uh, I know, I stole the money. Of course, I was, you know, appetitive then. So, <laughs> I mean, it was only natural they would suspect me. And, you know, that day I wasn't really caught up for trouble. But honestly, that particular uh, um, issue, I wasn't involved. Like, I didn't take the money. I knew I didn't take it, but I knew they wouldn't believe me either. And honestly, I was so scared that they were going to kill me. You know, my dad, you know, I, my dad was so vexed. He was so angry. I could literally feel the fire burning out of his face like his eyes emitted fire I knew that if he laid his hands on me that day I would be dead <laughs> and there was no way I was gonna survive it so I thought the best thing to do was to just run away yeah I was actually fed up I was tired I mean I was really tired I was just uh, I think between I wasn't I think at that time uh, I was in JSS 1 or 2, thereabouts, but I know I wasn't in JSS 3 yet, so I was either in JSS 1 or 2, okay, I was going to a very good school, you know, sort of then, but you know, that particular day, I decided I was going to run away, I've been watching lots of movies where children run away from their house, from their homes, and then, you know, they end up becoming, you know, good good kids or they end up becoming good adults at the end of the day so I just thought maybe that was gonna be my story I just felt okay it was time for me to leave home okay probably leave the house go somewhere very far away who knows life could just smile on me I will stumble upon good fortune you know so then so that day I picked up a pen and uh, a jolter I said I was gonna be documenting my life henceforth <laughs> what a childish thinking so <laughs> I mean if I just if I think about it now I'm like what the hell is wrong with you dear Vicky <laughs> so um yeah so uh I knew my dad was coming home okay I knew that if he meets me in that house I was gone there was no one that was going to save me from his hands because all fingers were pointed at me. Okay, so, well, I knew if anybody stole the money, it would have been one of my siblings, okay? But, I mean, all hands were, all fingers were pointed at me. So, there was no escaping the beating for that day. So, I was running. I picked up a pen and a shorter, and within a twinkle of an eye... I ran away from the house. I I disguised like I was going to fetch water from the next, you know, compound. And then I just dropped the bucket, like the bucket in front of the gate and I ran away. Yeah. So I didn't have any money on me. I just, you know, ran away. I uh moved i i walked a very long distance now um we used to have a former house where you know like we used to leave before we moved to our present house as a den so i decided that i was going to take the opportunity to go back home go back to you know the former house our former house go back there go back to that 
area, you know. Uh, my I used to have a I used to attend a school very close by there, so I thought maybe this would be a good chance to go back, probably see who's living in the house now, check out my former school and stuff like that. Never did I think of where I was going to sleep for that day. I was just too scared to be at home, and I really needed to run away. So. I walked the long distance from, you know, our house, our present house as of that day. And I walked down to our former house. It took me around an hour, I think two hours on foot, yeah, to get there. Okay, so I finally got there and, you know, I just took a look around the house, around the compound. I knew knew i knew that people were already occupying the house and um just across the house was my former school um it was already late in the evening so there was no one in school yeah so you know i felt this nostalgia this you know <laughs> this feeling like wow this is where i used to stay before this is where i used to school before and then night came and that was when it dawned on me that i really didn't have a place to lay my head. So I still walking around the street. I'm talking about this is a period. This is a, in the heat of uh, elections. You know the stories where it's not good to you know walk around alone at night during elections in Nigeria. It could be used for rituals and all that. But I wasn't thinking. Okay, and it was as by the time it dawned on me that I had no place to lay my head. I started panicking. I became scared, really. But I was determined. I was really determined to make it. <laughs> I don't know how, but I was determined to make it. So I went back. I, I went back to the former to a former church. Yeah, there's a church close to the house there. So I went to the church. Um, it had a, a kind of um, some sort of uh like um there was this you know enclosed area uh, enclosed part of the building so right in front of the church there so i just lay down there right and i slept off without a care in the world honestly i slept off there i woke up the next morning quite very early okay i think this is around five no six there about you know the sun was already beginning to peep out you know, so luckily there was this uh, tap close by. Wait, come to think of it, I think I had a little money on me. Now, before I left the, the house, before I left the house, I think that there was a place where I stashed some money, like just some change. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't even know how I came about that money anyways. Maybe it was just another one I stole, basically. I don't know. <laughs> but I know, I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I remember, because um, I, I remember buying toothbrush and toothpaste to brush my teeth that morning when I woke up in, in that church. So, yeah, I, I think I, 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 I took some money out of the house. Yeah, some of the change I had left, so I, I took it. So, yeah, because I, I remember brushing my teeth with a toothbrush that I bought and toothpaste that I bought. And then I also bought some biscuits to eat and washed my face, you know. Uh, thankfully, what I was wearing wasn't looking dirty or rumpled. So, yeah, I looked like a normal girl. 
And then in my slippers, yeah, I walked back to my formal school. Yeah, I walked back to my formal school. And they instantly recognized me, actually. And I just told them I was around the area and I thought to, you know, check around in the check-in. And my my teachers, some of them were still there. Some of the old ones uh, that used to teach me while I was still in the school were still there. They recognized me and they introduced me to, you know, the other students. And they were like, hey, hey, this used to be our student here. You know, she, she is now in secondary school. She is doing better. You know, you guys should look up to her. And that sort of thing. They even asked me to teach some of them, you know, some things, you know. No one ever suspected I actually ran away from home. No, they didn't. They didn't suspect it. <laughs> and of course, I never posed like a runaway girl. So I hung around the school from morning till noon. Okay. And then when the school had closed and all that, I said I was, you know, leaving. Yeah. And then just very close to the school, uh, which is like across my former house right there. Um, there is this kiosk where um, a woman sells stuff, you know you know, some little things here and there. So, um, I went there and she recognized me instantly. Yeah. She told me, uh, that she recognized me. And then we sat on a chatter, but she asked about my parents and I told her that, Oh, I was just, um, around the area. So I just thought to stop by. She asked if everything was okay. I said, yes. And then we started reminiscing over, you know, back when I was staying just very close to them there, um, as a child, you know, younger than, you know, we're just talking about things and all that. She, and once again, she actually was suspecting that something was wrong. You know, why would I come out all the way here by myself? And I was kind of looking a little uncamped, you know. But I just thought everything was okay. I just came around. I was around the area after I was schooling very close by there. Okay. Because my present school at that at that point, my present school was just, you know, almost a stone throw from my former house yeah so i was like yeah that's where school so i just came around you know and that was how that whole day went okay and when i wanted to sleep i went back to that church yeah i went back to that church so that was my first i uh, think yeah second night outside my house the next morning i did the same thing woke up pretty early brushed my teeth the nearest top close to the church there and then i went back to the school again oh, they were like shocked to have me again and they were like okay you're still around i said yes but i was still wearing the same clothes well, I didn't hang around in the school for too long. I just, you know, just checked in and then moved away. I went back to that woman's kiosk. Okay. What I didn't know was that she had somehow contacted my father to ask him if everything was okay. I didn't know that. So, oh, but I noticed that she just kept on telling me to stay back and, you know, trying to make me relax and stuff like that. You can imagine my shock when... My father walked in to the compound. I almost peed on myself. I almost peed on myself. I was so scared. And the woman told me, I knew something was wrong when I saw this, when I saw that. She started pointing out the things she noticed, like my unkempt nature, you know, you know that she just had to call my dad to find out if truly everything was fine and then imagine her surprise when my dad told her that i ran away from home and they have been looking for me everywhere so you know 
I knew that, oh my goodness, it's over for me. I, I have just aggravated the whole issue by running away from home. And now I have been found. So now I'm dead for sure. <laughs> so at that point, I didn't know. I was so upset at the woman. I was so angry. But at the same time, I was so scared. I didn't know what awaited me at home. My dad just looked at me, you know, that he just, you know, there's a look my dad gives me when he's so angry, but he doesn't know what to do. Okay. He just gave me that. There was, you could see relief that he has found me. Okay. But you could still see the anger simmering. I could feel the anger simmering at the surface there. I knew I was gone. <laughs> so I just resigned to my faith and he, I resigned to my faith and, um, we went home. I was already expecting that immediately we got home, he would pounce on me. But to my surprise, he didn't. We just got home and then uh, my mom saw me. And at that point, my mom just didn't know what to say. My siblings, they were happy that I was back. And then I was waiting for my father to, you know, come and deal with me. But he didn't. I was so apprehensive. And so I, I had this fear. I almost, I was paralyzed with fear. Then my siblings told me that my dad didn't actually do anything. In fact, when he came home that day, after the, the day I ran away from home, and he came home, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't uh, do anything to anybody. He didn't shout. He didn't, he just, in fact, he didn't even ask for the money anymore. Especially after it was discovered that I ran away from home. So he didn't do anything to anybody. And I'm like, are you serious? They said, yes. And I was like, wow. And my mom was so upset that my dad didn't do anything to me. She was like, You're right. you she ran away from home. And you just brought her in like that. You didn't caution her. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't discipline her. Nothing. You're not saying anything. You just brought her in like that and she was so angry she was so mad at me she's like you're very lucky you have found what if this happened to you what that if happened to you what if you know a lot a lot a lot but funny enough from that day to this very moment my dad never ever talked to me about what i did he never said anything he just let it die right there and after this very moment, I cannot phantom why he didn't do anything, why he didn't say anything. It was like he was just too relieved to have me back at home to even talk about it. <sighs> sometimes I just, when I stay back and I, I just, um, sometimes I just remember just part of my life and I wonder what would have happened to me if I was never found? What would have happened to me if I was never found? Maybe I would have been dead. You know, maybe I would have been raped. Maybe I, I would have been used for rituals. Maybe I would have had an accident that would have killed me. Or maybe, just maybe, as I was, like, I was, I was thinking back then. I, at, at the time I ran away, I was thinking probably some rich white family will find me along the way and just take me outside of outside the country and I'll become their adopted daughter because <laughs> I really wanted to 
I know I wanted to actually leave Nigeria. I wanted to run away far away to to a better country, a white country where a rich family would adopt me and I'll have all the toys I ever needed. I would have all the fine clothes. I will have lots of money to spend. You know, I wanted to live a rich girl life, <laughs> you know. So I used to think what would have happened? What would have happened if my parents never, if my dad never found me? How did he even know? to come there okay oh okay well the woman called him yeah well hmm well thank god fine they found me actually thank god that i went back home i found my way back home thank god <laughs> because i think it would have been a very fatal story i probably wouldn't be here telling the story right now so yeah, when when people see me and think that I have this perfect life, I just laugh and say, "Hey, y'all don't know where I'm coming from." <laughs> but I thank God for everything. Um, one thing I have learned is that family is important, and family is not just the people you share blood with. Family are those people who just stick by you, no matter what. They always got your back. And for me, I am daddy's girl. <laughs> I'm actually daddy's girl. So after that day, after that time, like after that episode, I never ran away from home again. No matter what, even when the temptation to run away from home came, I stuck. I would rather let me be dealt with, right? Like let me be dealt with right there and then than to run away from home again. I learned to face my troubles. I learned to face my problems squarely in the face. Whatever's going to happen, let it happen. But I'm never, ever going to run away from home again. I was I was never going to run away from home again. So from then on, I always face my issues squarely in the face. I don't run away from problems. Whenever there's an issue, I face it squarely. I don't try to look for ways to run away and abandon. Because even if you run away, it's going to come back to you again. It's one way or the other going to come back. So why not just face it right there and then? Whatever's going to happen, let it happen. You right? So yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, that's my story for today. And um, I hope that somehow you've learned something. The whole moral of this episode is just for you to not run away from your problems. Face it squarely in the face. Find solutions. Running away would not help. Because no matter how much you run, you're going to come back and face the problems again. So instead of running, find solutions to whatever it is you're facing right now. Yeah, that's it. And like a friend of mine would say, don't worry over things you know you don't have control over. And if there are things that are happening that you know you have control over them, you know that there's a solution. Spend your time finding the solution than spending your time worrying over the problem. Yeah, so that's it. Okay, I'm going to go to bed right now. <laughs> As of right now, it's already one one o four a.m. So yeah, let me go to bed and... um. Yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. Don't forget to drop a comment for me wherever it is you're listening to this podcast from. Or you can as well just go down to my Instagram page, Raw Thoughts Podcast, yeah, and drop a comment. Yeah. So this is Victoria Hibbers signing out of Raw Thoughts Podcast. 
be good, stay good, and stay safe. I love you, and I know you love me too. <laughs> Bye.